Access denied. Access denied. Access denied. Access granted. Still got all on this. Sean Don P. I am just like I do every time, man. I'm gonna get you right, right back into the motherfucking mix, man. Let's go. Just out of my, I'm just out of sight. Rolling off of pills, been a long night. Uh, you 
when I'm on the mic. Fam, this is Family Time Uncle Sean Don P. I am your highly favorite, your blessedest, your hostess with the mostest. Yo, you didn't know by now, you know, this is Family Time Uncle Sean Don P. And I am Uncle Sean Don P. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just like my baby said it. Um, I want to start this show by saying welcome to all my first time and last time listeners. Um, I don't know what motherfucking episode this is. I want to say 55, 56, 57. I don't know. But fam, we here on another motherfucking day. And if you don't know or if you can hear, um, I have no 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 energy in my body i'm recording this latest fuck this will be a short ass podcast and listen i may even come in here tomorrow and just record another podcast for y'all just because i'm so fucked up um i had a long night um we're gonna talk about it man um this is family time uncle sean don p was good usually um the energy is, is is much higher usually the energy is more just just up and just whatever but right now fuck fam i'm tired i want to knock the fuck out but we got shit to talk about listen fam i'm here for the fans it's strictly the fans today um we got a few things to talk about not that much has been going on in, in the world but i'm gonna start this shit how i usually start this shit Basically, like I told you, this is family time. And um, during family time, we start this shit with um, my family checking in with your uncle and seeing what's good with me, what's been going on in my world for this week. And honestly, man, this week has been crazy. Um, It's been pretty chill for the most part. This weekend has been pretty chill for the most part, um, with exceptions from new stories that have broken if you know anything about anything you know the coronavirus has been going on but as of more recently as of more recently um these these protests these riots have been taking over everything and as of now it's corona who corona who nah you ain't on the list fam you ain't getting in um, I don't know, fam. I don't know if Corona is still here. I assume it's still here. But um, as of going on in the week, um, yeah, fam, I don't know if Corona is still here or not. And y'all, please, please bear with me. Um, I feel hungover. I feel fucked up. But we're going to try and get through this podcast. Um we're gonna try and get through it fam please 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 bear with me 
But um, yeah, my week has been pretty good. It's been pretty chill. I've been blessed. Still trying to work out how I usually do. Um, trying to keep a positive attitude about everything. Um, still praying, still doing everything I need to do to make my ends meet. Um, dying on my, dying on my eyes, crossing all my T's. Um, yeah, man, it's been a good week, been a great week. I'm glad I'm still here. I'm glad I'm still with you. Um, but fuck, man, let's just get into the shits because I'm exhausted, fam. I don't know what I'm doing with myself. I don't know how I'm going to get through this podcast with with y'all help. Um, hopefully I can get through this shit. Let's get to the shits, man. Let's get to the shits, man. Let's go. All right, man. Starting off this new week with just some, which is the craziest of the crazy, man. It's been a crazy week like all these weeks have been. It's It hasn't been a week in 2020 where something has not gone crazy has not gone off the wall and this week there is no shortage of crazy shit that went on basically um the world's been been caught up in this whole well the the whole country at right now is basically at a racial divide where basically it's it's back to the america back to the status quo of things we know um, it's back to black versus white. It's back to black versus the oppressors, any oppressors that there may be. And basically, um, the week and the weeks following basically started with looting and rioting and protesting um, all over the country. Police stations, I believe in Minneapolis or Minnesota was burnt down. Um, businesses were looted, destroyed, windows busted out, stores looted, Target looted, um, other states, um, even more happened in my city. They're protesting in Atlanta, basically uh, vandalized the CNN Center, continued to um, the Richard Parts to Lenox, to um, Perimeter, and, um, you know, basically looted looted everything you know what i'm saying the gucci store the louis store the dior store all them places was looted and um we was all taken aback when y'all president trump basically took to his social medias took to his twitter and basically had um a message to give the american public and basically spoke on the looting and things going on. Basically, he said, I can't stand back and watch this happen to a great American city. Minneapolis, a total lack of leadership. Either the very weak radical left mayor, Jacob Frey, get his act together and bring the city under control or I will send the National Guard to get its job done right. He continues the tweet saying, these thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd and I won't let it happen. Just spoke to Governor Tim Walls and he told the military is with him all the way. Any difficult, any difficulty and we will assume control but when the looting starts, 
the shooting starts. And right there and then, um, I've probably seen the tweets an hour after um, they were posted. By that time, already had garnered about 20K retweets, about uh, 82, about 82K likes. And um, I was taken aback at this. I was appalled. I was just... I was I, I was I was I was disgusted by this tweet just for the just for the mere fact um he did not even focus on the police brutality situation. He basically ignored it and just went straight to oh y'all are looting, y'all are rioting, y'all y'all are thugs, but he did not speak about the four thugs who stood around, who stood on top of George Floyd while another officer, bitch-ass Derek Chauvin, basically put hundreds and hundreds of pounds of pressure onto George Floyd's neck until he passed away. So that's what really struck me as disgusting and just apprehensible for our president not to say anything about the police brutality and the the sheer the sheer this the, the the disrespect for human life that these policemen showed he didn't call um there was no call for action basically saying yo we need to get those officers who was who was involved in um this crime to justice it was none of that 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 i mean as you can guess, the reaction soon after was was not good from the public. Um, the public heard this and basically they took it for what it was. They took it for what it said and what it read out to be. Basically, um, if you're looting, if you're rioting, if you're protesting, we will take measures to shoot you. We will shoot you before asking we will shoot you before he he basically put a target on um african americans and anyone who is standing with african african americans to protest this horrendous murder and i don't know man it's some it's some it's some bullshit i'm just i'm honestly sick and tired of reporting on this i'm just it's it weighs a lot it takes a toll on your mental state and just especially while we're still under quarantine especially um while there has been a curfew set especially in my city of atlanta um mayor keisha lance bottoms took to the news after rioting and after looting and had this to say let me just speak to what's happening here today um Above everything else, I am a mother. I am a mother to four black children in America, one of whom is 18 years old. And when I saw the murder of George Floyd, I hurt like a mother would hurt. And on yesterday when I heard there were rumors about violent protests in Atlanta. I did what a mother would do. I called my son and I said, where are you? 
I said, I cannot protect you and black boys shouldn't be out today. So you're not gonna out concern me and out care about where we are in America. I wear this each and every day and I pray over my children each and every day. So what I see happening on the streets of Atlanta is not Atlanta. This is not a protest. This is not in the spirit of Martin Luther King Jr. This is chaos. A protest has purpose. When Dr. King was assassinated, we didn't do this to our city. So if you love this city, this city that has had a legacy of black mayors and black police chiefs and people who care about this city where more than 50% of the business owners in Metro Atlanta are minority business owners. If you care about this city, then go home and pray that somebody like Reverend Beasley will come and talk to you and give you some instructions on what a protest should look like and how you effectuate change in America. This police chief made a video on yesterday, pull it up on YouTube, where she said she was appalled to watch the murder of George Floyd. This woman did that. You're not honoring the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. and the civil rights movement. You're not protesting anything running out with brown liquor in your hands, breaking windows in this city. T.I. and Killer Mike own half the West Side. So when you burn down this city, you're burning down our community. If you want change in America, go and register to vote. Show up at the polls on June 9th. Do it in November. That is the change we need in this country. You are disgracing our city. You are disgracing the life of George Floyd and every other person who has been killed in this country. We are better than this. We're better than this as a city. We are better than this as a country. Go home. Go home. In the same way I can protect my son on yesterday, I cannot protect you out in those streets. You're throwing knives at our police officers. You are burning cars. You have to face the CNN building. Ted Turner started CNN in Atlanta 40 years ago because he believed in who we are as a city. There was a black reporter who was arrested on camera this morning who works for CNN. They are telling our stories and you are disgracing their building. This is not the legacy of civil rights in America. This is chaos and we're buying into it. This won't change anything. We're no longer talking about the murder of an innocent man. 
We're talking about how you're burning police cars on the streets of Atlanta, Georgia. Go home. That was Mayor Keisha Lance Bottom of Atlanta. And um I I can I can do nothing but really agree with her, but I have to disagree on this point. Um when they when when we see it when we see it when we see it when we see murder pure murder undeniable callous unhuman like murder when we see that in the streets when we see that in a video I ask what else can we do what else can we do but riot what else can we do but protest what can what else can we do I'm gonna speak for the youth right now we've grown up seeing this for the last decade we've seen murder after murder after murder after murder pass through our eyes from social media there has been at least 10 times in the past two years where I've scrolled down any time on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and I've seen the murder of a black man. And when I and when we see just the cold hardness of the murder of George Floyd, it literally taps something in all of our souls where it's like enough, enough, fam, enough. And I understand what Keisha is saying. Um, I would say it's specifically for Atlanta because the Killer Mike clip I played last week really resonates. Atlanta is black, like Ti said. Atlanta is like the black mecca. It's like the it's like actual Wakanda in real life. It's somewhat I agree with them because it is. So Atlanta, we are better than doing all this in looting and rioting, and that brings me to another point where. A lot of, because my friend, my brother Jose, he was on the front line. Um, he was in Atlanta when the riotings happened. He was there when they were setting cop cars on fire. He was there for the whole thing. He was there. He seen it from his window, um, his condo in Atlanta. He seen people marching. He seen people organizing on the streets. He told me for the first hour, the first like five hours of the protest, it was a peaceful protest it was them marching it was them holding up signs there were no throwing of anything there was no anarchy type of shit going on he said the tone changed when more and more people started to be added and from what he was seeing there were no black rioters there were no at first there were no black looters there were no black people starting these fires they were they were undercover whoever because they were dressed in masks of course to you know because people were wearing masks because the coronavirus they had on hoodies they had on all black a lot of people there were white people seeing um spray painting black lives matter um there was people i even seen people spray painting African-American lives matter. And if 
you're a nigga and you're black you're not spray painting african american lives matter that some white shit so um it basically came to a point where it was like yo there people who who are there are people who are basically built for this who are actual anarchists and believe in tearing down the system and looting and rioting and you know fucking shit up and they were disguised among the crowd as protesters and basically starting all this shit and just doing crazy shit to to basically take away the focus and basically take away um the credibility of the protesters saying yo this is not a peaceful protest anymore y'all are looting y'all are burning y'all are throwing bricks y'all are throwing knives y'all are doing a whole bunch of shit that is taking away from the main point of what this was protesting the unjust and unfair and cold-hearted murder of george floyd so with that being said man um with that being said basically um the president um after after basically he made that tweet um the riots continued the riots and protests continued grew larger they started spreading over the state to state of course in atlanta of course in minneapolis in new york in jersey in florida and orlando miami in texas in houston in los angeles all over even in washington DC there was protests protests grew so large and the crowd started gathering around the White House and this is when it prompted the White House to move the president Donald Trump and his associates they rushed to the White House bunker underneath the White House um, basically, following the, the death of George Floyd and basically major cities starting to riot and protest, according to the New York Times, Donald Trump and his family were brought to the White House bunker that is designed and designated for the protection of um, the White House staff and the White House family during terrorist attacks. The president and his family were rattled by their experience on Friday night, according to several advisors. The report states, during the 9-11 attacks in 2001, Dick Cheney was moved to the exact same bunker, which goes to show how dire the Secret Service thought the situation was. Now, we're saying Trump has been quite critical of protests, nothing he plans to declare Antifa as a terrorist group. He also sent the National Guard into cities like he promised into cities like Minneapolis and Los Angeles as a way to stop from causing any more destruction but even when that happened um he basically did not do much to stop the protest basically after he you know crawled out of his bunker he basically um took to the white house again and, ba and basically made a statement basically made another statement basically went to the rose garden the white house and basically had this to say thank you very much my fellow americans my first and highest duty as president is to defend our great country and the american people
I swore an oath to uphold the laws of our nation, and that is exactly what I will do. All Americans were rightly sickened and revolted by the brutal death of George Floyd. My administration is fully committed that for George and his family, justice will be served. He will not have died in vain. But we cannot allow the righteous cries and peaceful protesters to be drowned out by an angry mob. The biggest victims of the rioting are peace-loving citizens in our poorest communities. And as their president, I will fight to keep them safe. I will fight to protect you. I am your president of law and order and an ally of all peaceful protesters. But in recent days, our nation has been gripped by professional anarchists, violent mobs, arsonists, looters, criminals, rioters, Antifa, and others. A number of state and local governments have failed to take necessary action to safeguard their residents. Innocent people have been savagely beaten, like the young man in Dallas, Texas, who was left dying on the street or the woman in upstate New York, viciously attacked by dangerous thugs. Small business owners have seen their dreams utterly destroyed. New York's finest have been hit in the face with bricks. Brave nurses who have battled the virus are afraid to leave their homes. A police precinct has been overrun here in the nation's capital, the Lincoln Memorial, and the World War II Memorial have been vandalized. One of our most historic churches was set ablaze. A federal officer in California, an African-American enforcement hero, was shot and killed. These are not acts of peaceful protest. These are acts of domestic terror. The destruction of innocent life and the spilling of innocent blood is an offense to humanity and a crime against God. America needs creation, not destruction. Cooperation, not contempt. Security, not anarchy. Healing, not hatred. Justice, not chaos. This is our mission, and we will succeed 100% we will succeed. Our country always wins. That is why I am taking immediate presidential action to stop the violence and restore security and safety in America. I am mobilizing all available federal resources, civilian and military, to stop the rioting and looting, to end the destruction and arson, and to protect the rights of law-abiding Americans, including your Second Amendment rights. Therefore, the following measures are going into effect immediately. First, we are ending the riots and lawlessness that has spread throughout our country. We will end it now. Today, I have strongly recommended to every governor to deploy the National Guard in sufficient numbers that we dominate the streets. Mayors and governors must establish an overwhelming law enforcement presence until the violence has been quelled. 
If a city or state refuses to take the actions that are necessary to defend the life and property of their residents, then I will deploy the United States military and quickly solve the problem for them. I am also taking swift and decisive action to protect our great capital, Washington, D.C. What happened in this city last night was a total disgrace. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property. We are putting everybody on warning. Our seven o'clock curfew will be strictly enforced. Those who threaten innocent life and property will be arrested, detained, and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I want the organizers of this terror to be on notice that you will face severe criminal penalties and lengthy sentences in jail. This includes Antifa and others who are leading instigators of this violence. One law and order, and that is what it is. One law, we have one beautiful law. And once that is restored and fully restored, we will help you we will help your business, and we will help your family. America is founded upon the rule of law. It is the foundation of our prosperity, our freedom, and our very way of life. But where there is no law, there is no opportunity. Where there is no justice, there is no liberty. Where there is no safety, there is no future. We must never give in to anger or hatred. If malice or violence reigns, then none of us is free. I take these actions today with resolve and with a true and passionate love for our country. By far, our greatest days lie ahead. Thank you very much. And now I'm going to pay my respects to a very, very special place. Thank you very much. Yeah, so <clears throat> basically, uh, you heard it for yourself. Basically, the president is saying, yo, I'm not having none of this looting shit, none of this rioting shit, none of this protest shit. Um, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get shit back in order. Um, I don't care if it's sending military um, through the streets, every street in America. He basically say, yo, all major cities, all governors, get at me. Um, I got my boys. Um, I got my guns. I got my military. I'm gonna send them through. They're gonna help you with whatever you need. Um, however you want to handle it, handle it. Um, we're gonna start shooting whoever. We see you looting. We see you riding. We see you doing whatever. Any crazy shit. Yo, we're shooting your ass. We're handling it. We're gonna arrest you. You're gonna be charged to the fullest extent of the law. Um, basically just saying, yo. Saying, yo. On top of that, um, y'all gotta be in the crib at 7 p.m. or it's gonna be an issue or we're gonna arrest you or we're gonna shoot you or whatever may, whatever may come after that is gonna happen. And yeah, man, um, niggas did not listen. Niggas continued to protest, rightfully so. They continued to protest today. Um, 
hopefully um it, it seems like um we all came together as a community and basically said yo there's some people out here protesting with us um that are making us look bad in the eyes of the media because the media will will only show you one half of the spectrum um you'll you'll see a group of people you know protesting marching and then you'll see two or three people doing some extra shit throwing bricks trying to set shit on fire just crazy crazy wild shit so a lot of people have been doing some self-policing within the protesting and um the marching and basically um just trying to restore what the protest um meant basically getting back to the root of what we are protesting about the unjustly murder of george floyd and even this week celebrities celebrities like jay-z put in a call to minnesota governor demanding justice for um george floyd basically the minnesota excuse me the minnesota governor tim walls held a press conference this weekend revealing that he received a call from jay z receiving a call last night realizing how big this was from jay-z not international perform but dad well, i don't know what the fuck this is saying but basically saying he's saying no i didn't call it a perform this is not the international star jay-z this is the dad jay-z this is the father jay-z and it's stressing it's stressing um me out it's stressing the world out stressing my community out and we need justice um we need justice we need um we, we we need this shit to be to be right and you need to make it right you were the governor um you have to do this people that were part of that message with lieutenant governor flanagan leading it in her elegant words as an indigenous woman who understands what that means of watching representative omar on the streets begging people to come home and receiving a call last night to understand how big this was uh, from Jay-Z, not international performer, but dad, stressing to me that justice needs to be served and that as he's listening and hearing it, that this is a place that wants to do it, that this is a place that does it, but we have to follow through. Um, so with that, I just, I'm going to transition here to, uh, and again, of the chaos of this week of, of tension and frayed nerves. So, um, basically um our advocates coming out in support um a lot of celebrities were seen in the crowd you know just basically supporting um, a lot of celebrities marched with protesters were talking with fans in the crowd asking how they feel just just being a part of the people because at this time you're the same as everyone else your celebrity no longer matters but it's important to be out there with your community and one of the people um that was out there protesting and and doing what he does um we've seen him at mad different other occasions um one of my favorite rappers jay cole is in headlines because he was he was seen just um in charlotte protesting with other protesters talking with fans um, just getting their side of everything and really, you know what I'm saying, just being there for him, for his people and his community. And 
um somehow this turned into some some little beef i have no clue niggas was you know j cole fans was doing what j cole fans do they was praising him like oh cole doing this shit you you other rappers could never you know what i'm saying look at my favorite rapper look at your favorite rapper my favorite rapper is a real nigga he really out here in the streets he really cared about his community and one of these trolls um one of these trolls basically said j cole was out with Fayetteville if that's not the dopest I don't know what is then this person decided to at Wale and said Wale make us proud hashtag DMV and basically Wale was like Oh, look at these bitch ass Twitter niggas nigga, nigga I do real nigga shit nigga just cause I don't post shit don't mean I ain't out here doing shit Wale replied and said I'm sick of all you acting like y'all messiah was the only one outside suck my dick basically saying yo my nigga i was out here i was out here in my community i just didn't post it i just didn't i just didn't have anyone post pictures of me out here but nigga i'm out here i love my people i love my queens and i know for a fact wale is one of those people who loves his people he loves his queens he loves his black brothers and i know wale was always riding with the cause but um if you don't know i feel like wale and j cole have had a back and forth little beef after well it's 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 kind of long back so basically um a few years ago j cole was on you know if you know anything about wale you know he has uh, scattered history with the internet and social media where he basically some to some to some it seems like Wale doesn't um he doesn't know where he is or where he ranks up in the rapper ranks and basically he feels like he should be higher he should be regarded as one of the best rappers to ever do it and I personally I personally do regard him as one of the best rappers to ever do it but some don't and um some say that um while you're losing points because yo you be on social media arguing with random niggas and fam fam why are you arguing with random niggas you don't see j cole you don't see you don't see kendrick lamar arguing with random niggas on twitter if they're the goat or if they're top tier rapper you just don't see it so it puts them in a different category for some when they see yo wale is on twitter arguing with fans it's a little weird but more detention spilled over basically when um people decide not to mention wale in the top five basically um j cole being very observant he he notices everything that happens he basically um had an issue with just people he just i'm not saying he had an issue i guess he just spoke his mind um if you ever heard the song false prophets by j cole i'm gonna play a little bit just so you know but i'm gonna play the part that um people say he was speaking towards wale the first verse is directed toward kanye west and we all know j cole had a little issue with kanye west but um yeah man um we're gonna play what j cole had to say about wale false prophets Somebody should have told me it would be like this 
be like this, be like this Somebody should have told me it would be like this, be like this False prophets Somebody should have told me it would be like this, be like this, be like this Somebody should have told me it would be like this yeah, I got a homie, he a rapper and he wanna win bad He want the fame, the acclaim, the respect that's been had by all the legends So every time I see him, he's stressing Talking about niggas, don't fuck with him This shit is depressing And I know he's so bitter, he can't see his own blessings God damn, nigga, you too blind to see you got fans, nigga In a platform to make a classic rap song To change a nigga's life, but you too anxious living life Always worry about the critics who ain't never fucking did it I write what's in my heart, don't give a fuck who fucking with it But in a sense, I can relate, the need to be Great turns into an obsession and keeps a nigga up late writing words, hoping people observe the dedication that stirs in you constantly. But intentions get blurred. Do I do it for the love of the music, or is there more to me? Do I want these niggas to worship me? False prophets. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Be like this. Be like this. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. False prophets. La da 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 You know what I'm saying? But basically, um, it was just a little back and forth um, with the J. Cole fan asking, Yo, Wale, when you gonna hop out in the community with your people? Wale was like, Bitch, I'm already out here. Fuck you talking about. But I don't know if J. Cole and Wale have a beef because, like he said in the verse, Yo, I got a rapper friend who wanna win bad. He want the fame, he acclaim. All that shit that's been had, you feel me? So I don't know. There's there's a, there's a little rapper beef there, but um that's how a lot of a lot of the, a lot of these niggas be. But um in other news, man, um still getting back to the riots and the protests and all that shit. A lot of people are calling to donate to um the communities donate to George Floyd. A lot of people have. I'm gonna try and get everyone in here that um that that donated basically um the weekend is the headlines because the weekend donates 500k to black life matters efforts including the national bailout basically it's estimated that in the days since the protest and rioting and looting has exploded following the police killing of george floyd thousands of people nationwide have been arrested Many of those people don't have financial capabilities to make bail, so so celebrities have stepped forward with financial pledges to help those in need. Starting with the Canadian singer The Weeknd, he has reportedly donated 500k to the Black Lives Matter movement. So, um, shout out to shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out to The Weeknd, and also shout out to Colin Kaepernick for. Um, donating 200k um, to the Know Your Rights campaign um, and also 100k given to the National Bailout um, so shout out those two and also there are there are more there are more there are more people who um, helped out this week and just helping the movement um, I want to personally shout out a few people just because I felt it super dope that they use their voice and their privilege to combat all the shit going on. Um, Russ, 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 Russ um, did something super, super, super dope this week. Basically, um, basically, Russ took to his Instagram 
and basically, you know, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just let you Russ tell you how he feels. I'm gonna say this: if you think that, given the sensitivity of the issue, which is yet another black man senselessly killed at the hands of a white police officer, given the sensitivity of that ongoing ridiculous issue, if you think that President Trump's word choice using the word thugs was appropriate. Given the context, knowing that white people have historically used that word in the media to describe black people, if you think that that was the correct word for him to use, knowing damn well how it's going to come off, knowing damn well it's triggering, knowing damn well it's insensitive, considering the amount of deaths of black people at the hands of white police officers and just racist white people in general, if you think that that was the correct word choice, then I disagree with you. We can have a difference in opinions, but... You know, I, I don't see how you think that that was the right time to use that word choice. You know, he knows how that's going to come off. He knows that anyone with the brain knows that. And the context of that tweet is protesting against another black man senselessly killed by a white police officer. Nobody who's white in the media should be using the word thugs. That's it, because you all, anyone with half a brain knows how that word comes off, the connotation of it, especially given the context of what of the situation we're talking about. You know it's going to come off like you're, like you're talking to black people. Anyone with half a brain knows that. So the plain dumb shit is just dumb. That's the president. He has too much power. He should choose better words. It's just that simple. That's how I feel. You know, we can have it. Well, Russ had a lot more to say. Um... I don't know what that nigga's doing. That nigga's in his shower recording this shit, nigga. This nigga shirt off, trying to get sexy and shit. But anyways, um, shout out to Russ, um, because he did some he did some dope shit. But I can't find the exact numbers of what he did. Basically, Russ, um, he basically had a shirt that basically, um, I believe it was promoting like Black Lives Matter or something to that effect. And basically, he put it up on his website and said, yo, these are limited time. Um, these are limited time offer for these shirts. Um, all the profits are going to be going to Black Lives Matter and the family of George Floyd. And I believe um, they sold out. Oh, here it is. The shirt says, if you want to change, change the system, speak up. White silence is pro-racism. And basically the caption said this shirt is now available link in bio all profits are being donated to black lives matter the shirts are 2846 in in honor of george floyd Derek chauvin kneeled on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds r.i.p tag someone who needs this shirt and basically um he's saying it's being reported he raised 50k already all money is being donated to black lives matter white people need to step up and hold other white people accountable so shout out russ man for um for just being a real nigga you know what i'm saying um actually excuse me excuse me excuse me excuse me um it's actually being reported now russ raised 158k in 24 hours um with his short with his shirt orders it looks like about 3373 orders um dope man just dope just shout out russ for um 
appreciating the motherfucking culture and another nigga from the culture who was just doing some nut shit and shit just made me laugh LL Cool J's in headlines because he decided while other people was doing shit shout out Nick Cannon he did like a um a little poetry flowetry freestyle for um George Floyd and Black Lives Matter super dope um my people sent it to me um but this nigga LL Cool J did his own and fam this shit is funny this shit is funny as a motherfucker for 400 years, you had your knees on our necks. A garden of evil with no seeds of respect. In America's mirror, all she sees is regret. Instead of letting blood live, they begging for bloodlet. Revenge is a dish that's served on platelets. Transfusion or confusion abusing our intellect. I can't be bought with a $1,200 check, even though $1,200 can make a meal stretch. My mama wasn't rich, but she earned my respect. She made a little bit of money for a lot of blood, tears, and sweat. Jumping up and down on police cars, I'm vexed. After Chauvin killed George Floyd, we got next. Molotov cocktails, anarchy on the set. The rich took the loot, so now we loot shit. Feeling like a caged tiger that's whipped to do tricks. That's why I started fires and yelled and threw bricks. They tried to run me over and arrest me and shit. Taze pepper spray and engage with the kid. They ran up in the state house with them AKs quick. But let a nigga try and do that white boy shit. Won't be no rubber bullets ricocheting off ribs. But the white supremacists go in the cops' faces spit. Try to barbecue? Becky calling cops on the kid. Hoping and praying it'd be some Emmett Till shit. Sandra wasn't bland. They hated Mike because he brown. Trayvon should have had an Aston Martin riding around. I'ma do Diallo. It's way too many to follow. Vato. How much of my pride I gotta swallow? God only knows how deep this plan goes. I was dealing with this shit as a teen in Kangos. Harassed by cops, word to my ancestors' souls. And watching that man die slow left a hole. He cried for his mama as the murder unfold. If it wasn't for them phones, Chauvin would be at home. Feeling justified because of George's skin tone. I'm telling it to those with melanin, you're not alone. The new Malcolm Martin and Marcuses are now grown. America's a graveyard full of black men's bones. And I ain't got to tell you that Breonna Taylor got slayed in her own home. Had they lived, Sean could have rocked bells. Eric could have garnered attention. Beyond the t-shirts and obituary mentions. Oscar could have been counting grants. Tamir could have went to Rice. They owed them cops nothing, but all of them paid the price. So yeah, you right. We should protect our Second Amendment rights. Because in a second, a dirty cop could kick the door in at night. A two-four-tooth and a light for life. We refuse to live in hell while you living in paradise. Being black in America is like rolling a pair of dice. But the stakes are way higher. You gambling with my life. Black lives matter. Forever. That was your man, LL Cool J. Um, dropping some bars, fam. Um, nothing was funny about what he had to say. It was true. It was impactful. But um, fam, his face has me dead this nigga look like he was finna eat the camera god damn it and um another one of my 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 niggas big sean also you know stepped out on instagram and basically had this to say my um, sisters for his people i'm wishing my sisters and my brother strength right now because i know we tired and i know we need it now more than ever um 
clearly we got the whole world's attention, obviously, and justice has to be served, period. And if it's not, I don't think things are going to change or get better, you know? And I know I've been protesting. I know a lot of us been out in the streets protesting, and it's been a lot of unity, but I also see a lot of, like, all people with ulterior motives that look like undercover cops. I don't know if they are undercover cops, but, like, you know, starting a lot of the conflict, a lot of the issues, and we've all seen, like, places where they got them bricks like conveniently located to like wreak havoc and i don't know what the ulterior motive is i don't know if it's to make us look like we wild beasts or don't have control but we clearly are not wild beasts we're extraordinary talented magical people that if you took us out of the equation the world would be very very bland and before i let him finish i just want to that was a wonderful point he just brought up fame Man, I've seen mad videos of bricks just sitting in the middle of a downtown city. I believe this one is in Atlanta. I'm sure it was in other cities too. But I've just seen videos of bricks laying in the middle of a city on a corner where there's no construction anywhere being done at all, fam. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how you guys want to rationalize it. I am not going to put my opinion on you guys. I'm going to let y'all formulate your own opinion. But fam, if you're in the middle of a major U.S. city and you see a pile of fucking bricks and there's no construction for miles, something's not adding up, my nigga. Our ancestors built this country for free. Okay? So... I'm just talking from the heart right now, but one of my biggest issues is that um, this government, this current government, is built, and, and country, is built on a racist foundation. A lot of us know this. And, you know, you want to talk about systemic oppression, you want to talk about the justice system being targeted to people that look like me, and it's impossible to get out of once you're in there, you know? I was talking with my homie Mike about some of the first police forces ever was made during slavery down south in them southern states. And their main focus was to capture, apprehend, beat, discipline slaves, rip them apart from their families, keep them apart, and God knows whatever else. You know, and if they didn't do that, those officers didn't do that, they would be punished. So that's what I'm saying. That's how deep it goes back. So no wonder that a cop feels like they could kill a black man or woman and feel like it's a way of life. You know what I'm saying? It's like this country has a big ass gash right in the middle of it where all its organs are that's so deep and been there so long that it's just rotting from the inside. And you know, we could put makeup on top of it and concealer and shit to make it look like it's not so bad, but it is that bad and we're experiencing it in real time on a daily basis. So you wanna talk about land of equality and freedom i don't feel equal and i don't feel free you know of course let's speak up and be heard but things have to change maybe these rules have to get updated maybe these laws have to get updated and government has to relay that foundation because it is a racist foundation right now and it feels like it's a long road ahead of us so i'm just wishing um to my sisters and brothers again so much strength and to everyone supporting us. 
Black Lives Matter, God bless you, and I'm so proud to be black. I'll see you guys soon. You know what I'm saying? Shout out the original Sean Dawn, um, sharing his feelings, his thoughts, his opinions. Um, could not ask for more. Um, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait um, for his new album. I cannot wait to see what he has for us. Um, I cannot wait, fam. But um, in other news. Um, you know what I'm saying? I was telling you guys about a whole bunch of people who was donating and doing all this good stuff. And even Russ, you know what I'm saying? Back again with more Russ news, more Russ just doing dope shit. Um, basically, 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 Russ took to his social media said, yo, labels, yo, labels, 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 y'all know the labels. Um, he said, yo, put some motherfucking money up. Y'all eat off black lives every motherfucking day. Where is the support? Where is the money? Where is all the support you have to give since y'all eat off black people and black culture every second of every motherfucking day? If you did not know, the music industry makes at least $10 billion per year off of hard work of black people so um more celebrities came through um floyd mayweather sent a check to george floyd funeral services for eighty eight thousand dollars 88 k um shout out floyd mayweather um it's being reported now warner music group um, who owns half of the fucking hip-hop catalog there is, and even more. Um, it says they're going to donate $100 million to social justice organizations. Um, I mean, I want to salute them. Um, I want to salute um, Warner for doing this. Um, $100 million is a lot, but y'all have made way 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 more um off of black people off um black entertainment in the black culture i expect 500 million but um 100 million is cool from warner music um excuse me i'm sorry i know i'm skipping all around but i just want to get all this information in there um and now it's being reported that bank of america they made a statement saying today we are announcing a one billion four year commitment to support economic opportunity initiatives to combat racial inequality accelerated by the global pandemic now it's saying the events of the past week have created a sense of true urgency that has arisen across our nation particularly in the communities where we work, live, we work and live, we all need to do more. And that statement was coming from Brian Moynihan, the chief executive officer of Bank of America. So it looks like they are going to be giving um, a billion dollars to the cause. Shout out them. Um, but in other news, man, we got niggas who... 
who may not give a fuck about the community, but they eat off the community. Um, Virgil Abloh, Virgil Abloh, 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 whatever, um, Kanye's right-hand man, um, the creator of Off-White, is in headlines because Virgil came under fire last night after he posted to his Instagram story showing he had only donated $50. Yes, $50. Yes, five $10 bills. Um, he donated $50 to a bail fund for pro protesters that, of course, got locked up because they're trying to lock up everybody. But of course, this amount was considered to be quite the joke, considering the fact that off-white socks will run you a, a, a light hundred dollars. So Virgil is selling a hundred dollar socks and he decided to only give fifty dollars to any organization. Now I'm going to read a little bit more, but basically, um, Today, Virgil went back on his IG story and posted a message to his followers, noting that he has had enough of the social media narrative. As he explains, the 50 was simply a part of a donation match initiative that he was doing with his friends. Ablo also noted that he'll be revealing the total amount he's donated in the not so distant future. Now. I don't know if this nigga just said, yo, let me throw these things $50 because shit, why not? I have no clue why he posted just $50. You're going to post anything, post what you really, you know, gave to the people. Um, people are just, you know, coming at him because if you don't know anything about Virgil, he works in a predominantly white business. He works in the fashion business. And if you know anything about the fashion business, um, it's really hard for a black man to break into those spaces. Trust me, ex Kanye. This is why he motherfucking screamed at Sway. You don't have the answer, Sway. You know what I'm saying? Because Sway did not have the answers about the fashion industry at the time. And Kanye went off. So being a black man in the fashion space is very unique. Um, him being, I believe, the co-owner of Off-White. He um, is supported heavily by black culture, black media, black um, black celebrities, black influencers, influencers. Excuse me. I hate that word. But um, he's basically supported by black culture. And um, to a lot of people, $50 to the cause was a slap in the face. Like, yo, fam, I can't even buy a pair of your socks for the money you just donated. What is that going to do? But, um, yeah, niggas proceeded to kill this nigga. That nigga is... That... I, I don't know. You gotta do better, Virgil. Um, a lot of people just even just coming at his neck. Because it's like, yo, fam, if you know nothing about Virgil, um, he has a white wife. Um, not saying that means anything. Because, of course, love is love. But, um, yeah, let me just let that be what it is. You know what I'm saying? Go look up Virgil. Um, Virgil's family and you'll see for yourself but um, just trying to close out um, most of this most of this 
news, this depressing news that I've been giving to you all podcast. It is now being announced that um, Minnesota filed civil rights charge against a Minneapolis police department. Basically, um, they're filing like a, like a civil rights lawsuit against the Minneapolis police. I'm not 100% sure for what. I'm, well, I'll read into it later. Because in more important news, um, George Floyd's family has been informed that the three other officers will indeed be charged. It's now saying Ben Crump, George Floyd's family attorney, claims that he has been informed that the three other officers employed in Floyd's murder will be charged. Now, before I get into the rest of this, I pray that they will release the names of these murderers um, the same way they did with Derek Bitchass Chauvin. Now, it's saying George Floyd, a 46-year-old Minneapolis man, was killed. Um, we're not even going to read that. But basically, they're saying two opposing autopsies confirmed that Floyd's death can be ruled as a homicide with one directly pointing to asphyxia as a result of um, bitch-ass nigga Derek Chauvin's um, pressure from his knee. Now it's saying um, bitch-ass Chauvin is currently in a maximum security prison and has been charged with third-degree murder. Um, it's saying is bit yeah, yeah. We're just gonna leave it at that. Fuck that nigga. Um, fuck that nigga. Derek Chauvin is also been reported that. Derek Chauvin's wife is traumatized by the situation. She apparently did not know she was married to a fucking monster. Um, I doubt it. Um, but it's saying that, yes, she has now filed for divorce. Um, she's like, fam, I don't want your last name. I don't want nothing to do with you. Um, you're garbage. Just like the world is calling you fucking garbage, you garbage ass bitch. Um, yeah, man. So that's just wonderful news. I want to thank, um, I want to thank the Minneapolis police for agreeing, agreeing to arrest these other three officers because fam, it was needed. Um, this is what the culture needed. This is what hopefully, um, will help die down the protest. So, um, a lot of my brothers and sisters on the front lines can take themselves out of harm's way um yeah man yeah man thank god thank god um these three monsters will be off the street in other news man this shit that we all needed man this shit that that really i just want to shout out to swiss beats and timbaland for just the just just their their continued history making especially with this versus shit every time i think oh here goes another versus they up the ante and give us something we've never had before listen man they took us to church they had a version with the legendary kirk franklin and fred hammond and fam it was a celebration it was much needed to soothe the soul and hearts of my people and I'm, 
I'm grateful, man. This shit was beautiful. Darkness everywhere. Seemingly everywhere, but not quite anywhere, you see. There are some of us who realize that darkness is not a thing. It's not quantifiable. It's not measurable. It has no metrics, no distance. It cannot be measured like kilowatts or RPMs. For darkness is not really a thing. It is the absence of light. And so today we, we pray for light because we have seen too much darkness. From Trayvon Martin to George Floyd, we have seen too much darkness. With 100,000 people dead from COVID-19, we have seen, Lord knows we've seen too much darkness. And I don't know about you and you and you and you and you, but me, sometimes I feel like that knee is on my neck and I can't but let everything that hath breath praise the Lord and let us praise him for those that cannot breathe around this world. I invite you to join me as we go before God, not, not because of the darkness, but in spite of the darkness, because even when it is dark somewhere, it is never dark everywhere. In the middle of the night, somewhere somebody is experiencing morning while somebody is experiencing night. My prayer, my thought, my hope, my dream, my goal, my wish, my desire for you is that you would not allow the darkness to possess your soul, but to come out of it and to step into the brightness of light. For every day we have to make a choice to either scream at the darkness or to light a candle. And I pray today that a candle would be lit in your soul and that you would understand that in spite of the prevailing darkness that persists around you from day to day, from moment to moment, and from hour to hour, that there is yet the possibility of great light. Would you pray with me today? Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray, oh God, today. We pray back the darkness. We pray back the dark clouds. We pray back the perpetuation of violence and injustice and immorality. We pray it back back with the forces of darkness, back with the forces of depression, back with the forces of pain, back with the forces of suicide and depression and guilt and shame and heartache and turmoil. We pray it back, back out of our world, back out of our country, back out of our communities, back, back out of our house and oh God, drive it back out of our minds, out of every crevice, out of every shadow, out, out, we cast you out. For I can see the breaking of day and I can smell the dew of the morning and I can hear the birds stirring up their nests and I know that morning is coming, it's coming. You might not see it right now, but it is coming and oh God, I pray that morning would hasten its steps and it would take up flight and run, that it would soar like birds into the air and that it would play like fish dancing in the current of a fresh stream. Oh God, wherever there is pain, give healing. Wherever there is burden, lift weights. Wherever there is depression, give ease. Wherever there is sickness, give healing. Wherever there is distress, give grace. Wherever there is despair, give hope. Wherever there is misfortune, 
give wealth. I pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus for those that are jobless and fatherless and motherless and hopeless and lifeless and filled with despair, that somehow this day, this moment, this time, in this space right now that we would experience a prevailing, invasive, intrusive, relentless, tenacious, audacious light, the kind of light that drives darkness out of our lives and out of our homes and out of our hospital beds and out of our senior citizens' complexes and out of our emotions. I pray for those who have a pain that does not come from a biological place but comes from rejection and fear and doubt. And, and I pray for those who have a broken heart and there is no medicine in all of the pharmacies that can heal a broken heart, but thou, O oh God, can heal the brokenhearted. And it is in this moment, in the dignity of this moment, and the power of this moment, and the grace of this moment, and the strength of this moment that I come to you because I know that you have the answers that the doctors cannot find, that the scientists are searching for, that the politicians are stuttering about, that the world is hoping for you. I've answered every question that we don't even know how to ask. You are the great physician. You are the one that can rebuke the adversary and you are the one that can transform us by the renewing of our mind and the renewing of our thoughts and the renewing of how we see ourselves. Get back, oh darkness, for the day is breaking. Oh God, I pray because I know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. I can hear the tick-tock on the wall. The sound of the clock is chiming in my ears that we are getting closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to the morning. For the night is weakening and the darkness is fading away. And it will not be long until joy comes into your heart, our communities, our lives, our homes, our churches, joy is coming in the morning. And we will breathe again. Amen. Now, man, if y'all didn't know who, know who that was, that was the legendary preacher evangelist, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Um, I grew up watching him. Of course, my grandmother put me on. Um, super, super, super blessed, talented speaker. Um, he basically kicked off this version, verses of Kirk Franklin versus Fred Hammond and fam. I felt so blessed just to hear just that, just him speaking in that word. It, it, was, it was as if God was speaking through this man to all his children and i just felt blessed man i just felt blessed man but um i'm not gonna sit here and play the whole live versus for you because it's, it's very very long it's about two hours and 30 minutes but um for those of you who are not going to church um if you have time say on a sunday whatever go ahead watch this whole thing super super dope um kirk franklin one of my favorite gospel artists um this was just this was special for me man this was dope um i really appreciate it man i really 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 appreciate it man all right man in other news we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we gonna wrap this up because i'm gonna get out of here i wasn't even expecting to do this this long but um 
something 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 that happened today in the culture this week in the culture the breakfast club um had a, a groundbreaking interview with um someone on the opposite spectrum of their beliefs and values and core um if you know anything about the breakfast club you know they're um for the most part um they're 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 democrats um and basically um you you know what side of the coin they land on now on the other hand they sat down with someone who is on the complete opposite side who's at times been called a racist has at sometimes said extremely racist things extremely insensitive things towards minorities the black community etc etc i could go on and on um they sat down with rush limbaugh basically one of trump's um i would say friends basically one of his supporters his backers basically a mouthpiece for um racists and a mouthpiece for republicans um rush limbaugh sat down with them and had a conversation and it sounded something like this every democrat candidate for president this year has made it their business to appear on the breakfast club and now it's it's my honor to appear on the breakfast club <clears throat> excuse me even though i'm not a democrat <laughs> now guys let me, can, can, can i tell you why i wanted to the george floyd story is being lost right there are two things happening in america and and it's it it sickens me what happened to him. Legitimate national outrage about a policeman's criminal brutality has been hijacked. And I don't want to forget about George Floyd. What, what happened to George Floyd sickened me. And I wanted to reach out and tell you all this. I, I want to make sure you have no doubt. And I'm not the only American who feels this way. The senselessness of it. You, you know, we're only given one life. We don't get a do-over. We only get one we all take it for granted because it you know it just happened we're born we don't even remember that but george floyd had his taken away from him he didn't lose it he had it taken away from him in a he senseless stupid way and i think most americans are just as angry and sad about this as i am and i'm also angry the cops that stood around there and didn't do anything to stop it it was just i can't tell you how frustrated it is and i just i just wanted to share the emotion i have with you guys about this and to try to convey to you that I actually think most Americans are just as sickened and outraged by it as I am. Yeah, and you know what? One of the worst things is that I feel like we're so accustomed to being in these situations where we get frustrated, where nothing happens, and these police officers are back out doing the same thing over and over again. And that's part of the frustration is this is not an isolated incident. This is something that's been happening in our community. for It hasn't stopped. We don't see when it will stop. And I think people are frustrated. And it's a combination of so many different things right now. Well, that's I think absolutely absolutely right. They, if you, if you look at the, the the actual circumstance here, you had what happened to him. It's on video. You've got right. the cop, the cop standing there, almost looking like he's bragging or uh, uh, having fun, exerting power. How stupid is the cop? Can the cop not be aware of what we in this country are going through precisely because of what he's doing at that moment? How can anybody be that? insensitive or stupid it's beyond me to understand it almost felt like that the the more that people were telling him that he was killing him and that it was blood coming out of his nose and that he was lifeless but he really felt like just looking at his face i i 
I think that was probably the closest thing to a devil that I've ever seen in my life. It was his ego that just allowed him to keep applying pressure and applying pressure and taking that man's life. I I can't. Let me ask you a question, Russ. This is Charlamagne talking. Um, We've seen numerous police killings of unarmed black people in this country. Why is the George Floyd situation the one that's making you say enough is enough and this needs to stop. Why Why this situation in particular? Because I'm fed up with it. I'm not, I mean, I'm not tolerant of any of them. Uh, but but I'm, I'm just, I'm fed up with it, Charlemagne. None of this, see, to me, and I know, I know that you're going to disagree with me on this. Mm-hmm. To me, this is not America. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sad. Oh, no, it's definitely America. Well, see, but it's it's not what we can be. It's not what we have been. We're the greatest nation in history of the world, and we haven't achieved that on the basis for, for of who though, Russ. I think, not, I think I think that I think it's easy for you to say because you're you're a white male, and that comes with a different level of privilege. And I do think America does work, but it works for the people that it was designed to work for. It doesn't work for everybody else the way it works for you. Well, it can. That's the point of America. It can for anybody who wants to adapt to it, for anybody who wants to try to take advantage of the unique opportunities that exist in the United States. We're the only nation that's ever enshrined the concept of individual liberty and freedom in our founding documents. We're the only country that's ever created a document to govern ourselves by that limits government. Now, uh, it, it, it's, you know, I've... Look, gang, well, I, I can't say for a second, though. But okay. George Floyd wasn't doing anything wrong. Breonna Taylor got killed in her house. She wasn't doing anything wrong. And so it's not that people haven't adapted to things. It's just that we get targeted and then there's no punishment when the police officers commit these crimes against us. No, no. All right, man. I'm not going to sit here and play the whole interview for y'all. But um, honestly, honestly, bro, this was a great conversation. It was a dope conversation. Um, for the simple fact these are two sides two different sides two different opinions two different set of beliefs um, coming together to have a conversation on something much bigger and um, honestly I feel like what triggered this conversation is white guilt and just the conscience of the majority of white people who still believe in um, the old way of doing things, who see nothing wrong with America, who have seen nothing wrong with America, who has flourished in America because of their whiteness and not had any resistance or any pushback to them being successful because of the privilege they have to be white. And I'm not saying it's a privilege to be white. I'm, I, I believe it's a privilege to be black in this country because we're the most sought after, we're the most copied, we're the most we are the most out of anything in the country we is is just what it is the 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 media entertainment news sports is all dominated um by african americans and honestly fam i think it's just white guilt um why he did this interview with the breakfast club cuz the white people feel pressure now. Um, they're losing money. They see rioting. When they see rioting, I can imagine they get nervous. I imagine um, it's just white guilt, man. Um, and speaking of white guilt, fam, listen, listen. 
don't get drunk with white girls and goddamn bring up Black Lives Matter, fam, because shit can get a little crazy. This girl from fucking downtown Atlanta. We should all be looking like fucking Oreos and shit. We should. We should. It's fucked up. But let me tell you, this vandalism and shit, fucking breaking into children's hospitals and shit, that ain't it, though. That ain't it, though. Fucking stand up for what you fucking truly believe in. This fucking breaking. Mm, mm, mm. Listen, fam, listen, we know. Breaking in children's hospital, that ain't it. We should all be standing together for what's fucking right. Right. And they don't give a fuck what color our skin tone is. Because I love all of you guys no matter what our skin tone is. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. It really is. And I can guarantee you that my four-year-old daughter will never fucking never why teach her that there's a difference in fucking skin tone ever ever my baby will love whoever the fuck she loves no matter what color they are all right fam In other news, fans, since since we already on white girls, and I am your bad baby um, informer. Bad baby is in headlines. Bad baby, aka Daniel Danielle Brugoli, who is seventeen, has now announced that she has entered rehab for her past childhood trauma and prescription pills abuse. Now, saying. The rapper, an internet personality who was 17, is said to have checked in a few weeks ago to an undisclosed location for 30 to 90 days. Danielle is reportedly receiving treatments for substance abuse and prescription pills and past trauma from her childhood. This is, of course, coming from TMZ. Now it's saying further reports that the rapper and her team were aware of the severity of the issue will be forced, which forced her to seek help with rehab. Now, I know some of you probably like, who the fuck is she? Why are you talking about her fam? Because this bitch is crazy. Listen, we all knew her. We all loved her from the Catch Me Outside, Dr. Phil shit. She blew up. She was um, featured in um, many music videos from Kodak to Lil Yachty. And now she is her own um, somewhat rap superstar. And fam, if you know anything that I know about Shorty, she be in Atlanta all the time. She be at Loud House Studios with Lil Gotti and The Gang. Um, and I don't know what the fuck she beginning to listen, fam. I've been new. Shorty had some childhood trauma from when I seen Shorty on Dr. Phil. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy, happy, happy. She's, she, she is seeking help, um, for her trauma and also getting help for, from her drug pill popping addiction. Cause fam, um, I, every time I see Shorty, she's angry or trying to fight a bitch or, I don't know. I seen some crazy shit on Danielle Bergoli, but um, 
Daniel Broccoli is the most sought after redshirt freshman um, since Kylie Jenner. And I already know you sick ass niggas is going to be on her as soon as she's out of rehab and she about to turn 18. Um, I guarantee you will be hearing much more Daniel Broccoli news as the years and days and months and weeks go by. But until then, I hope she gets um, her addiction under control. I hope she can heal from her past trauma. And yeah, I, I hope she's back out here fucking with all these rappers and doing doing bad baby. Cause no one can do bad baby like bad baby does bad baby. You know what I'm saying? In other news, man, one more story before I get the fuck out of here. Um it is it's 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 in the middle of the week, so we really ain't got new music. I'm gonna talk about a few things in music and then get the fuck out of here. But in other news, space X is in headlines because they successfully they successfully successfully launched two astronauts in space aboard Falcon 9. Elon Musk, um, the founder of SpaceX, and if you know anything about Tesla, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Tesla, successfully launched two NASA astronauts into orbit Saturday aboard the company's Falcon 9 rocket. Now um elon was quoted saying this is the culmination of a dream this is a dream come true in fact it feels surreal if you ask me when starting space x if this would happen i'd be like one percent or even 0.1 percent chance of this shit actually happening us putting a man in space true in fact it feels surreal if you'd ask me when starting SpaceX, if this would happen, I'd be like, 1%, 0.1% chance. Since SpaceX launched 18 years ago, Musk has revolutionized rocketry and the business model of space travel. His Falcon 9 rocket is reusable, a milestone breakthrough, because it slashes the dominant cost of launching. Bridenstine says that sort of corporate innovation is key to NASA's future, too. Now, for the first time, the government is saying, look, we want to be a customer for sure, but we want to be one customer of many. And we want to have numerous providers that are competing on cost and innovation. This is the beginning of a commercial marketplace in space. SpaceX has had 19 successful launches of cargo to the International Space Station. But with this launch, for the first time, SpaceX will carry people. NASA astronauts Bob Behnken and Doug Hurley. By far, it's the company's most pivotal. This is a dream come true. Mm, mm, mm. Um, just shout out them for just human, um, human, you know, um, innovation and just, um, pushing the boundaries of, um, the world we live in. Super dope. Um, I know a lot of people have always been skeptical about space and going to the moon and shit like that, but, um, they actually had it, um, a viewing for the launch and basically, yo, I seen that motherfucker go all the way up in space. They got a camera on the side, like a dash, like a dashboard camera. And I seen that thing go all the way up to the sky. I seen the Earth in the background. So um, super super dope. It was super dope seeing that with my own eyes. Um, shout out. Yeah, did I fucking say Tesla? I didn't mean to say Tesla. Excuse me. But um, yeah, man, super dope. Shout out Elon Musk, SpaceX, NASA. 
And um, what else we got? Oh yeah, new music. Let's let's talk about what the fuck came out last week. Ooh, I came in here last week and talked to you guys about um Lil Boat Three, Lil Yachty's new album. Listen to it. Still didn't finish the whole thing. Um, but so far it's it's not a bad it's not a bad project. Um, I really didn't know what to expect, so I really know how to judge this album. But um, it's not bad. It's really not. It's not his best effort. Um, but it it was like. But the real standout project this week that I've been, it's been on repeat is Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, Alfredo, just super dope features, super dope production. The bars is outstanding and just the synonymous um, rumblings of what I've been hearing about this project. Gibbs did this shit again. I don't know if we spoke about this on here, but just the shift in um, just the shift in hip hop and rap where every 10 years, basically, um, we get we get real rap coming back um we just get bars and shit is just how it should be but um yeah man that was just the new music came out last week i'm not even sure um who's supposed to be dropping this week i'll definitely update you on the next podcast and damn man this this podcast was not even supposed to be that long and it was but um, I'm here, man. I apologize to my fans um, who were expecting the podcast to be up um, Wednesday morning. It should be up Wednesday afternoon. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Um, if you heard the beginning of the podcast, you know um, I had to. I had to stop this shit and just regather myself because shit was crazy fam but um i love y'all family thank y'all for tuning in it just is a course family time with sean don p and always remember your uncle ain't never gonna cap to y'all stay blessed pray for me i pray for you y'all stay blessed stay focused um keep your head on a swivel stay safe of course all my men my black kings stay dangerous out here um the battle is not over yet. We will win the war. And yeah, man, tune in later this week, man. I love y'all. I love y'all, man. I love y'all. I'm out. We should. We should. It's fucked up. But let me tell you, this vandalism and shit, fucking breaking into children's hospitals and shit, that ain't it, though. Black. That ain't it, though. Black, 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 stand up for what like you on black, black, yeah. Hey, this fucking Running you, dark black is the dark side of the moon. Won't be no truce, won't be no truce. At your funeral in the all black suit, couple white girls working all black too. Me and man marching the all black boots. Call up the truth, call up the truth. Punch you in the mouth, then knock out your tooth. I can tell when they not telling the truth. Talking that shit.
shit, nigga. What you gon' do? What you gon' do? What you gon' do? Back and I'm black and I'm acting brand new. Niggas in the back like, oh word, diamonds all black like. Fuck what you heard? Fuck what you heard? Fuck what you heard? Spilling some Hennessy black on the curb, just for the memory of the deceased. When I black out, I'm awakening the beast. What is gon' be? What is gon' be? You don't want fuck with a nigga like me. Bet you never seen my fuckin' so black, nigga. I'm black on black on black on black on black. Black 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 on black black. My fuck so black black black. I'm black. My skin is so black. I'm rockin' that black on black. It's black. Rims on this black wheels. And it ain't just me, it's all us 400 years of oppression, I'm about to give me that black Tesla Black skid marks on the pavement, cops wanna see me in a black cage Black on black on black, Master Juba with the tap dance Gucci with the dapper dance, tell him kiss my black ass Riding on a dino with the black mags Just another black man trying to stay about the cask Yeah, black on crack, matter of fact, where the fuck are 40 acres at? We black on black on black on black on black Black, black, black on black, black my thoughts so black Black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rockin' that black on black is black. Rims on this black, black. wheels in this black, black. Wheel put this black, yeah, black. Black. black on black on black on black on black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rockin' all black, everything is black. Rims on this black, wheels black. in this black, black. Wheel put this black, black on black, yeah, black. So black on black on black on black. This kid black tips black, hill tracks like I'm six black. Hair blacker than black, lips black, even my dick black. Granddad Irish, Trinidad, guess I am half. You gotta go to ancestry.com. I'm talking about the black. All the police ain't about the black. He's still a pig every day, black. Well, he got a lynch head in that. If you black, you dead in that. Strange fruit hang from a tree. On the leaves is red in that. Do it right like a Garveyite. Africa, I'm heading back. Niggas in the street, not going black. Kill him with the heat. Back, back, back. Cut off his heat. Put him in shack. Mental moves up in the cash. Mix blacks to dilute black. Don't want blacks to produce blacks. Take black and they boot that. Orange is the new black. Black, black, black on black, black, my thoughts so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black is black. Rims on this black, wheels in this black, black, put this black, yeah, black, so black on black on black on black on black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking all black, everything is black. Rims on this black, wheels in this black, black, put this black on black, yeah, black, black on black on black on black on black. again man thank you so much for joining and thank you for tuning in subscribe like share do all that shit tell a friend and tell a friend tell your family um since you know what i'm saying i'm a little bit late on this podcast i got a little treat for y'all um my brother previous well i don't even know if i'm supposed to be playing this shit because it's new it may not be mastered but um, I'm, I'm gonna play it anyway. But goddamn um, I guess I guess it's the motherfucking world premiere. So um, I love y'all, man. Y'all stay safe, stay 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 dangerous, and I'll see y'all later this week, man. I love you. I threw them 
dollars in a safe, yeah Then I blew 160, that's on me My little homie Damo put a hundred on the brain, yeah Boy, he could've beat the child, but caught the plea It's a hundred different ways, a hundred different mistakes, yeah Boy, y'all moving funny, twinning, that's on me, huh Every pillow ain't for talking, homie, keep it play, yeah Don't let these hoes catch you while you sleep, huh Don't let these hoes catch you, I'm a nice guy But still keep it on me like a bad guy I'ma keep it kicking like it Muay Thai My little sipping slow in the nighttime. That's the right time But that's how I kept my cool, oh yeah, yeah I got kicked up out of school, oh yeah, yeah So I had to bust a move, oh yeah, yeah Play, yeah, yeah, play, yeah, yeah Why I had to play my part, oh yeah, yeah I been real from the start, oh yeah, yeah I can't let them take my heart, oh yeah, yeah Play, yeah, yeah, play, yeah, yeah Talking, get you X'd out. Watch who you talking to. Not every club in your city love you. Watch where you walking through. If family is defined by the blood running through your body, then watch who you call family. Cause some folk gon' need dialysis. Trying to find a lick at this spot. Trying not to flip. I was desperate. Baby hungry, had to go and get. Homie bled me when I was broke. But now I'm getting rich. Had to tote that fire in that pole. Raise it to make them dip. Nice guys. They don't finish first like the bad guys. Why I got down like a mob tie? My lord sipping slow in the nighttime, that's the right time. But that's how I kept my cool, oh yeah, yeah. I got kicked up out of school, oh yeah, yeah. So I had to bust a move, oh yeah, yeah. Play, yeah, yeah. Play, yeah, yeah. Why I had to play my part, oh yeah, yeah. I've been real from the start, oh yeah, yeah. I can't let them take my heart, oh yeah, yeah. Play, yeah, yeah. Play, yeah, yeah. Play, yeah, yeah. Denied.